Welcome back to Spice Radio, everyone. Uh, all our listeners, uh, hope you had a safe and productive, I usually not, but productive holidays. Uh, we got a treat for y'all, King's Haze. Got all three of them here today. We got uh, Jason on guitar, uh, Richard on drums, and uh, Sean on bass. And you all sing, is that right? Yes. Yes, we do. Oh, man. Did you guys start just singing uh, on your own, or did you kind of work into it as you played together, or what? Well, yeah, we kind of came out of uh, other bands. We played with a lot of other bands, and then we formed the trio. We were sitting at our first kind of rehearsal. We got a bunch of songs together. We were learning, I think, 19 songs at first rehearsal. We kind of half knew, and we said, okay, who wants to sing? And uh, (laughs) they both said not it before me. So I wound up getting the the bulk of the singing, but but yeah, we all they we all do harmonies, and Richard's got a nice sultry, you know, tone very, very and character. <laughs> <laughs> so you do all voice. the very white covers then for that? Yeah, yeah. Oh, okay, that's right. good that, deal. Where's that one you let me do about closing the? No, that's P- Teddy Pendergrass. Yeah, turn it off. Turn the lights. <laughs> turn the lights. Off. So uh, how did y'all get together as Kings Hayes? Jeez. <laughs> Am I going too far back? Is it? Well, it's weird because I knew Jason in the first band I ever played out in, and uh, Richard was in another band I was in years later, and it kind of all came together with another group. Uh-huh. It's it's really just kind of... You guys saw it working, and you're just like, we're going to steal this and use it <laughs> as our own, There's right? something happening here, and we like it. Hmm. Yeah. Um, but Does that no, make you the mastermind, or...? You're the facilitator for sure. (laughs) I put the ingredients together. But, uh, you know, yeah, it was just kind of using the same people and the same people I liked over the years and the people that would fit the group that it was actually backing up a different artist in town. I'm Mm -hmm. like, ooh, ooh, we need a guitar player. I know a guitar player because Richard was already drumming in the group Mm -hmm. who already knew from Cush. So I'm like, hey, let me call Jason. I haven't talked to him in a couple of years. And that was it just all work out so were you guys like um, focusing as a backup group for a certain like genre or something or was it just general just I think it was whatever band we could get I mean we were pretty much just we were backing up three groups before we became King's Hayes oh really it was we just wanted to play a lot we got tired of calling other people like, hey, can you do the gig? We got to call for a gig. Can you do it? No, like, let's just do it ourselves. Yeah, well, yeah. I mean, y'all's, y'all have a really good cohesive sound, and I'm sure that's from just like all the time spent putting it on and probably working with lots of different people. I mean, different artists that you work with, they always have something something unique that they want, it seems like, to me. like yeah. somebody, Somebody's like really focused on one part, and I'm sure y'all have had to deal with all sorts of... <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, we uh, yeah, I think we just kind of, we kind of felt something coming on with it, and and uh, I mean it probably started with more with when we started. I started in Cush mm-hmm. because uh, you know we were playing some other bands together, and then Cush needed a guitar player, reggae band, and so I, I came in and auditioned, and then we played at first show at Crossroads, and I remember it was packed, and just you know it was full. You know, concert type atmospheres, about 500 people, 600, however many mm-hmm. were in there, and everybody's packed up to the stage. And it was my first show with Cush, and I was like, "Oh wow, this is like rock star moment for you know Midwest boy coming, you know, coming down." And uh, and yeah, it was crazy. I mean, people screaming and just the like the electricity that we had, and you know, without with that whole band. Um, but yeah, Kings kind of came out of a lull in playing with other bands. Mm-hmm. It wasn't that we were seeking it out so much. I mean, we knew we enjoyed playing together, but we never really thought about taking a three-piece seriously. 
we just had a couple months where there weren't any shows on the horizon, so we said, let's do mm-hmm. a three-piece. We were going to make it a dance band. Oh, really? Yeah, we were going to be a dance band. Brick House. Yeah, we were going to be. I mean, I, I hadn't studied more Commodores. Over and over. Uh, and, uh, and, and, you know, we, we, we started up. We got a... We, but then we had a show coming up quick at Humphreys. It was like a last minute thing. So we said, well, let's just learn some songs we know. We'll do some of the dance stuff. And by the end of the show, it was like, well, we're a rock band. There's, <laughs> there's really no, I mean, the, what we played and the things we were getting requested. couldn't contain it in that genre. <laughs> you know, it just kind of happened. But I mean, we do, you know, we like funk. We like R&B. We like uh, blues. I mean, just. Yeah, yeah. you guys, uh, <laughs> I have to say, you really seamlessly move from one to the other because it's like. I'm listening to one. It's like uh, Tom Morello, and then oh, and then it's like yeah. R&B. Suddenly, I'm like, oh great! It's <laughs> it's so super painless. It's great. Awesome, thank you. <laughs> so uh, you have an EP out that uh, people can get on your website, right? Kingshaze.com. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Kingshaze.com. It's on iTunes. It's on uh, Spotify. It's on it's on YouTube. If you don't want to pay for it, um, <laughs> we appreciate people paying for it, but. Um, but yeah, you can get it, uh, kind of all the, all the normal streaming sites, Amazon, whatnot. Awesome. Well, we got a track, uh, off that EP called The Call. Try. 
we're back. That was uh, King's Haze with the call off their EP, King's Haze. Straight ahead there. I like it. Uh, you can get it at kingshaze.com. Uh, I was going to ask you guys if uh, playing together like forced you out of your comfort zones at all, because it sounds like you were coming from different angles or just playing a lot of different stuff. Was there, was there ever a time where you're like, man, I've, I've never played this before, and you just won it, or what? Not really. Not For me, it wasn't. I, I was... I think uh, a conversation I had with Jason after we started playing, and uh, I think him and his wife agreed that I was a rock drummer. Or, but I mean, I grew up listening. You know, my folks playing Parliament, Marvin Gaye, mm-hmm. Stevie Wonder. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, my godfather kind of. I was doing the Run DMC beatbox thing on the table, and he was like, "Hey, you want to play drums? You need to listen to this." And uh, Gave me Aerosmith and Jimi Hendrix, and then it just my rock world opened up, and I really grasped it. So that's a pretty yeah. good right. start. That's you a pretty know. good introduction. Yeah, yeah, yeah for sure, <laughs> for sure. Yeah, and I remember most of the stuff we played, I was comfortable with. But then I remember they turned me on to you know a group that I knew about but didn't really play, and you know we started playing some Primus. Oh yeah, I'm like, yeah. man, I really have to go learn to play bass like different. <laughs> yeah, yeah. To do this, mm-hmm. and you know, it took me a couple of weeks, but you know, if I have a yeah. problem, they show me how to do something where they know something, and you know, we all yeah. just learn from each other. Just a couple of weeks to like learn all of Primus. <laughs> yeah. yeah, just just Tommy the cat. <laughs> well, yeah, Tommy, Tom, Tommy's yeah. one of those. You know, you just got to slow it down, and yeah, so with the metronome, you know, yeah. <laughs> I guess more of the blues-oriented songs would be out of my comfort zone. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, love blues. I like uh, I, mean, I like <laughs> blues, but just when it comes to playing it, I just I feel like there's a lot more work needs to be done. Yeah, it's kind of I don't know um, when I played it, it's like coming at a different angle, kind of yeah. just kind of that rolling feel. Yeah, really, that's that's I don't know because uh, I I kind of started playing on swing music and stuff, and it's a lot of that big band stuff and you know, it's just got a straight ahead mm-hmm. up down up down it's like right. a marching band because you got yeah. so many people you're trying to rein in right. control like all these crazy forces that are doing their own things right. and with the blues it's just real organic and i don't know it takes it's like it's like you had to feel it hard yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah definitely yeah. but yeah. what's fun is you get that room to talk though with your instruments back and forth you know mm-hmm. yeah and that's you know blues is so good that's the oh the foundation yeah, yeah I, I started off playing you know when i was nine playing like you know metal and my dad had like these old kansas reel to reels and records and he had alice cooper and deep purple and cream and you know all mm-hmm. this all this really really great music pink floyd and so i listened to a lot of that and i just learned by ear playing those records through my dad had this old stereo uh that he got in germany it was a, it was a i think it was a sony but it was tubes mm-hmm. You know, so I can yeah. turn it way up and get it to distort and play through my right. little crappy speaker. So I yeah, plug my guitar into that thing. True distortion, and, uh, which you don't hear. Right? Yeah. And then in the eight, you know, the eighties was all it was all Metallica and you know Megadeth mm-hmm. and Iron Maiden and anything, anything heavy, the heaviest stuff I could get my hands on. Yeah. And then I, I remember, um, see, two thousand one, I moved here. You know, I got into some jazz and like Dream Theater and all that sort of progressive rock and mm-hmm. stuff. And no one played that stuff here, so it was all. If you want to play, you got to be in a blues band or a southern rock band, or or maybe you know. Um, so I was kind of forced to learn the blues, and thank goodness, you know, yeah, because it's it, it 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 expanded my mind as a player, and I stopped playing 
just so syncopated, you know, you know, I was like, it's okay to play a little out of time every now and then and let a note just to sit there. And, and, uh, you know, a lot of the good blues players that I talked to and kind of mentored me, um, talked about having a conversation, you know? Yeah. And I feel like it's, it's one of those things that, uh, almost any player you get with, no matter where they're from or whatever, they've got, they'll, they'll play with you. They'll jam with you on the blues, you know, it's like something, something everyone's got. Was that a big change, like moving down here? I'm not sure exa- exactly where you're from, but Indiana. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm from from the Midwest, but um, yeah, yeah, it was because you know I'm from the land of you know Johnny Cougar, although he mm-hmm. hates being called that, John Mellencamp, and um, I don't know. So yeah, it's it's a, it's a, it was kind of a culture shock for me, but but a pleasant one. I mean, I, I you know I started listening to Stevie Ray Vaughan, and I was just like, oh my gosh, and then I got into Freddie King and kind of the older stuff. Mm-hmm. If you haven't listened to Freddie King, uh, anyone who's actually is listening to me right now, go listen to Freddie King live in Germany. I think it was 1973. It's on YouTube. Just listen to the whole concert. It was, it was <laughs> it's incredible. All yeah. Well, great. Well, we got another uh, track off your EP. Uh, do you guys want to talk about the EP coming together and all that? Let's see. That was uh, two, two, three days in a house I was selling that was emptied out. So oh, really? we put our little mobile recording studio in there, our little Pro Tools kit. And so we set that up and recorded, and we just lived in that house for two or three days and didn't have any outside interference. So I was about to say, that sounds really focused, yeah. like an empty house. Yeah. You, you like yeah. walk in one room, it's like, oh, I guess I'll just walk in the other room now. So we sat walk there back and to just, the music. <laughs> air mattress. Air mattress. Mm-hmm. And we, we just put a bunch of food on the counter, and we, and we just recorded all of our ideas. We've got about 10, 12 hours worth of just raw music, and then we pulled wow. from that to create mm-hmm. the album. And that was done in a weekend at Muscle Shoal Sound. Well, awesome. So this is uh, Cool Kids from King's Hayes. I'm not tired, but I'll still sleep Just a blanket on my soul My eyes are wicked when I'm awake Bury them in my mind I'm dreaming away the day We were young and didn't know How the world would change us Time just ticks and ticks away Take hold of today All right I can't speak for anyone said and done Solitude is my old friend And it comforts my complacency Yeah. 
have uh, backed up a lot of different uh, artists and stuff. Do you have any favorites as far as instruments to back up, types of uh, singers, songwriters, anything like that? I'd say, um, actually, we just played a New, Year, New Year's Eve show with a guy, Josh Allison. Mm-hmm. Um, he's a singer-songwriter around town. Um, and that was fun. I, I, I'm always, I don't know, I kind of, I kind of, it's not that I, we kind of forget what we did before, it's just... We're always like, okay, what are we going to do next? You know, I always just get mm-hmm. excited. When you wind up playing with someone new or play, you know, they give you a set list of 30 or 40 songs and you get to go learn them and rehearse them and then play them in front of people. It's just, it's tons of fun. Yeah. Yeah. yeah and that, I mean, that takes a lot of skill to, to come at it to, to somebody you, you may not have met or played with much, you know, and uh, learn their quirks and all that stuff and just have it go over smoothly in a live atmosphere. I mean, yeah. that's a. Sean is vigorously <laughs> nodding. <laughs> yeah. yeah. That live shows are. Uh, I, I don't know. A lot of bands have trouble with recording and stuff because they're so used to that live, you yeah. know, feedback and all that stuff. Yeah. And. Uh, Sounds like that's like exactly what you guys do because you're in the you're in the moment with someone who you know is new, and. Uh, yeah. 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 I think I think you. Um, you know, you, you kind of hit on it, but, you know, whenever you play live, the if, if there's ever any kind of, oh, you know, the arguments and all that sort of thing or the, the disagreements or the all the all the all the woodshedding happens in rehearsals mm-hmm. and over the phone and talking about things. And then you get once you get to the live situation, <laughs> if you're doing it right, it should go really smoothly and you should be enjoying yourself. Right. Right. And, you know, I guess when that happens is... That's what I'm smiling the whole time. Yeah. Yeah. And as far as with other people, I mean, I, it's it's cool. I mean, it's great. But I mean, I, I think I would rather play. You know, just not that front person that's just a vocalist. Mm. I mean, the requirement is an instrument as well. Yeah. You right. Know, <laughs> so we can something. someone can like integrate with the band a right. little bit. Yeah. We've listened. Yeah, we've mm. had we've had a lot of vocalists offered to kind of front King Says. Or or, right, or just right. front us as another. Well, band. you guys are all vocalists. So. Yeah, <laughs> but I mean, we're not we're not going to get you know nobody's going to listen to this band because we one of us sounds like Adele. Yeah. But um, <laughs> but we're you know, but we've always said you know if you're going to bring something to the table you know bring bring a vocal and a keyboard or yeah. something mm-hmm. like that and yeah. then we'll, it probably wouldn't be King's Hayes we call something else and do another yeah. project I would love yeah. to do a project with some horn players I mean yeah, that'd be I, was, cool. yeah. I was about to ask you is there anything you haven't played with. Like any any certain instrument that you'd like, just like up there, turntable. Yeah, turntable. Oh yeah, like a live. Mm, that'd be yeah. fun. A real yeah. DJ. That would be cool. Yeah, Not yeah you don't stuff. you don't see <laughs> you see these like turntables that don't move and they got buttons on. It's like what, yeah. what is that for? Yeah. Why is it even circular? Yeah. <laughs> what about you? Um, horns would be fun. Horns and you know keyboard. Just do a super stacked, biggest sound you can possibly imagine something mm-hmm. <laughs> you know that's nice organ is always awesome well, because like. <laughs> as a three-piece you know we we fill it out pretty pretty well and it's, but it's a lot of work you yeah, know it's, it's, it's a lot of work yeah. there's something to having a part and kind of sticking to it and specializing out your kind section of. you know and mm-hmm. there's you know there's some a discipline to that as well you know that's why i love playing with kush and kush we have a keyboard player we have four vocalists and percussion and, percussion, and so 
as a, as a I actually get to play just you know lead and rhythm guitar in that band as an, as a single instrument as opposed to the the entire entity that majority of the time is playing whatever chords mm-hmm. <laughs> you know that we're yeah playing. yeah and you know Sean and Kings you know Sean fills out a lot of those chords mm-hmm. on the mm-hmm. bass he's very seldom is he just playing one note <laughs> right <laughs> it's usually you know he's playing it over here and then he's hitting the, the third or the fifth somewhere else just to to give a little color to what we're doing and then uh as far as the three-piece go, you know, Richard, I know a lot of songs, if there's just like a percussive guitar part or percussive keyboard part in the background, a lot of times he'll be back there hitting those little those little hooks on the hi-hat or something uh-huh. on the rim of a drum just to get the sound out there so that it's, you know, what people remember hearing if it's a cover tune or whatever. Well, awesome. Well, so what were the first kind of um, tracks or covers that y'all clicked on that you thought, like, brought the band into, you knew as a cohesive bit? Master of Puppets. Uh-huh. Yeah. <laughs> That's when we went, yeah. Yeah. We might we might be friends. I mean it wasn't rehearsed. I mean it was just fly. one of those on the fly things where somebody says awesome. I think it was Freak Daddy from the T A K Clay. Yeah. At, at Humphreys. At Humphreys, yeah. yeah. Uh-huh. It was like you guys know it. Follow mm. Bookers. Yeah. Bookers. Don't yeah. tell. Don't tell Humphreys that. Well, they're yeah. they're they're owned by somebody different now. Right. Yeah. So you can tell all the dirty stories now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This one yeah. time at Humphreys. No, no one's gonna hear this. Um, no one from Humphreys listened to this. So yeah. Oh, that's true. Um, but yeah, it like, happened and yeah. It was all, all eleven minutes of. Yeah. I mean, yeah. Front to back. Like, that's I, right. I because when I got yeah. in high school, I, I was into like. Victor Wooten, Jocko, and what I thought was jazz, and all this other stuff. And mm-hmm. then I will never forget Lucas Winters came up to me and said, Here's your new Bible for metal. He gave me the first four albums of Metallica, LD50 by Mudvayne, and he gave me God Hates Us All by Slayer. <laughs> and I, I, I went, What? You know, and of course, I mean, I latched onto Metallica, especially the album Master of Puppets. And so, you know, Oh, yeah. That's what we play after school That's... and during lunch every day. Hey, man, bring your bass. Let's go play Master of Puppets. Hell yes. Nothing wrong with that. <laughs> I downloaded Seasons in the Abyss today. Yes. <laughs> I was so cold, I was like, I need some heaviness to get into this cold. <laughs> so and I, did, I downloaded so Seasons in the Abyss today <laughs> and listened to it at work. I did, man. Awesome. Yeah, we all have like War ensemble. Metallica. <laughs> <laughs> Great. Well, uh, we're psyched that you guys are going to play a, a live version from... The, of the route, right cool. off the yeah. EP, and uh, hopefully we'll get you in for another another session here soon. Uh, are you guys working on anything right now? Recording? You've got a show coming up tomorrow, I believe, at the Lone Goose. Yeah, Lone tomorrow Goose. night at Lone Goose. I think we play start around nine ish. Um, and uh, yeah, going out. Yeah, I think we're yeah. we're focusing this year. I'd, I'd like to see us focus on. Uh, you know, we're kind of trying to hit the places you know before we just we just play as much as we can you know mm-hmm. we just play all the time wherever we you know and i think now we're trying to focus okay here are the places that we think we we work the best with and yeah hey, well that's perfect when you can get picky you know you're you know well, in high cut well it's not it's i mean you know it, it, if that winds up being zero places then that's what it is but mm-hmm. uh, you know right now we're still we still got a few places that we we yeah. uh, i think our crowd likes to come to and we like they, they like us playing there we like playing there so in the what that's going to do for us is give us free us up some time to to get back and write and because we've got oh, six or seven songs on deck that yeah. are, mm-hmm. just need yeah. an hour right. yeah, that's <laughs> yeah. it. Yeah. and then right. some live time. The yeah. one, one thing mm-hmm. I will say it, it, uh, the next album is you know I think we'll do uh, we'll do a lot more live time with these songs 
and then you know let them get mature over six months or something, plan them right, and then right. record them. Because there's so many things that you All do. All the kinks that you don't realize are going to be there until well, just well over. the things we had. You know, or yeah. the things, oh, yeah, you know, yeah. the groups you we go had. This way. Yeah. 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 It's fun to see how the crowd reacts to it, too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, because you want that to come across on the album as well, not just a formula for a song. Right. Yeah. Yeah. We don't saying, do formulas. No. Just <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no. yeah. Maybe a little. Maybe accidentally we did. Yeah. <laughs> well, awesome. Well, thanks a ton for coming out, Brave in the Cold. And uh, you've been listening to Spice Radio. I'm Ben Job, and this is The Route from King's Haze.
that was the route uh, live from their EP Kings Haze. We would love to. Uh, we loved having them tonight. Uh, you can pick up their EP on their website, kingshaze.com. You can hear them tomorrow night, uh, 9 p.m. at the Lone Goose. You can hear them at the Brick in Decatur, 16th and the 17th of this month, 23rd at the Station, and Voodoo Lounge, 30th. Uh, thanks again. I'm Ben Job. Uh, thanks, Dan Bullard, for doing sound. And uh, come back soon. Listen to us. Have a good night. This has been a production of Spice Radio from Huntsville, Alabama. You guys know what you want, and you don't have to do too much to get it. Get with us at spice-radio.com. If you have a podcast, you make music or art, or you have an event that you want to promote in the Tennessee Valley, you can find us at www.facebook.com slash spiceradiohuntsville, or on Twitter at spiceradiohsv. And again, our website, spice-radio.com.